welcome to day 11 on our 40-day tour through the Gospel of John. Do you ever wonder what's the point? I mean, what's the main point of the whole Bible, of the scriptures? What's the point, for that matter, of religion or spirituality, Christianity, of life? Jesus actually tells us in our Bible reading for today in John chapter 5, in a way that's as blunt and direct and straightforward as, as almost any other place in all of scripture. So let's dive into that. But first, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the positive comments you're leaving wherever you catch this podcast. But most of all, thanks for sharing this podcast with friends, neighbors, coworkers, family members, whomever it might be. What we're doing here is diving into God's word, which points us to the one who makes all things new so that this can truly be 40 days of renewal for us. So thanks for spreading the word, for not just keeping it to yourself. Thanks for letting your light shine. All right, let's dive in. John chapter 5, verses 16 to 47. If you ever forget where we are in the text and you're watching this on YouTube, it's right there over my left shoulder on the little sign on my bookshelves. Most of you catch this podcast on audio platforms, though, so I'll try to make sure to let you know exactly where we are. We are exactly in verse 39 of John chapter 5, where Jesus tells us the main point. Actually, he's directing these words specifically to the religious leaders of his day. And he says, you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life, but the scriptures point to me. <laughs> that is the mic drop moment of all mic drop moments. I mean, Jesus is saying, it's me. It's all about me. But then he goes on to say, but you're missing the point. You, you refuse to come to me to receive this life. And then the verses that follow, he says, you should know better. You're the religious scribes. You're the scripture teachers. But you're so lost and you're narrow-minded, self-righteous, uh, legalistic applications of Mosaic law that you're missing the point. It's easy, unfortunately, for religious people to miss the point. When I was a kid, this was the hymnal that we used in my church. It was... Uh, known as the Red Book, affectionately, uh, officially the service book and hymnal. And then by the time I was about in junior high, along comes this newfangled green book, the Lutheran Book of Worship. And some of the traditional folks in our church were really upset because the language had been modified a little bit here and there. The tunes had been changed somewhat. Uh, some, of, some of the lyrics of some of the hymns had been tweaked. But with all due respect, they were kind of missing the point. It's not the color of the hymnal, whether it's red or green, or now it's red again, or as liturgical purists will tell us, cranberry, whatever. It really doesn't matter whether it's red, green, cranberry, uh, blue, black, uh, whatever denomination you're in, you might have a different color hymnal. It's not how we worship, it's who we worship. It, it, it's not how the liturgy is laid out so much, at least that's not the main point as it is what the liturgy points us to, who the liturgy points us to. The main point is Jesus. He's the recipient of our hymns of praise, uh, uh, of the songs of our heart, of, of our worship. I'm the main point, Jesus says, and he's saying that not with arrogance or because he wants to say I'm right and you're wrong to the religious leaders of his day. He's saying it because he wants them to stop missing the point. It's about me. And so it is. But here's the temptation. When we hear that, we can say, well, as long as I get the main point, then I don't need to worry about any of the lesser points. I can, I can just skip Bible studies. I don't need to learn this stuff. It's not that important. And I suppose there is a case to be made for the main point is the main point. It's more important that you don't miss the main point. And if you've got that, praise God. 
but it's really kind of uh, a misunderstanding of the value of those lesser points. Those lesser points bring color to, to the main point, help us better understand the, the nature, the essence, the identity, uh, the different aspects of who Jesus is from all the different angles, like a, like a precious, valuable diamond that when the light hits it from different angles, different colors come out and we see different aspects of that diamond. We're going to miss the color, the, the, the qualities of Jesus, the identity, the aspects of who Jesus Christ really is, if we just say, well, I got the main point, and very simplistically and in a spiritually lazy way say, so I don't really need to study the rest of it. But we do. The rest of it helps us understand the main point all the more. Let me show you what I mean by that as, as we go back to the beginning of our Bible reading for today in John chapter 5, or near the beginning. There's a rhythm to John's gospel here, and this is just another of, uh, of several examples that we've already found where we see John's gospel for the literary masterpiece that it is, the, the richness of the text. It, it's almost, if, if we're reading through this part of John's gospel, the, the back half of John chapter 5, kind of quickly, it almost might feel like it's kind of, you know, slowing down a little bit. Like, it, it just seems sort of clunky, and, and, and like it doesn't have the same tight flow that it had before, like, like, like it was really moving somewhere, that there was an action, a, a movement to it, a, a point and purpose to it. And now all of a sudden it gets a little bit too repetitive, and, and at least that's how it appears on the surface until you realize what John's gospel is doing. There's a rhythm to it, and the rhythm is one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> Sounds like a Lawrence Welk, like waltz, doesn't it? One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. But it's way better than that. Let me show you what I mean. Ver verse 20. Just remember that one stands for miracles, two for life, that's resurrection life, eternal life, and three for the authority Jesus has to sit on the throne in heaven. One, miracles, two, resurrection life, three, the authority to sit as the king of kings on the throne in heaven. Verse 21, the miracles, Jesus says, you will see me do even greater works than healing this man, the episode from before this one, the beginning of John chapter 5, then you will truly be astonished. One, miracles. Next verse, verse 21, the father gives life to whomever he wants to raise from the dead, so the son also gives life to anyone he wants. Whatever the Father does, the Son does. Like Father, like Son, Jesus is saying. If God brings life to dead things, so do I. Two, the hope of the resurrection and eternal life. Miracles, one. Resurrection, two. Three, Jesus says, and I have the authority to do this. The next verse, verse 22. The Son has absolute authority to judge because the Father gives it to him. Next verse, verse 23, so that everyone will honor the Son. I have the authority. I'm honored to sit on the throne in the kingdom of heaven. I'm the king of all kings. I'm the point, Jesus is saying. One, two, three. One, miracles. Two, resurrection, hope to eternal life. Three, Jesus isn't just saying, I give you new life through miracles now and heal the sick. And he isn't just saying, I give you resurrection, hope for eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. He's also saying, I have the authority to give it in a way that nobody else does. Because I'm the only main point, Jesus is saying. You see how understanding the the deeper points or, or the secondary points, even the lesser points of Scripture, help us grow in our realization of the main point, 
our relationship with the one who is the main point, Jesus Christ? What does he bring to us? He brings healing for our sickness. He brings resurrection for our death and eternal life. He brings us the authority to not just say these things because he's wishing upon a star and he wants them to be so, but he's saying, no, this is legit. I'm the king of all kings. I'm the ruler of all rulers. I'm the one who sits on the throne of heaven to judge the living and the dead. And then it repeats two more times. Verse 25, the dead will hear my voice. They'll hear the word. They'll connect to the word. We've, we've learned about the word as we've gone through these first five chapters of John's gospel and how powerful it is because it connects us to this source that, that breathes new and everlasting life into us. Even the dead will hear my voice, my word, and that will lead to the resurrection. Next verse, verse 26, 26 as the Father gives life, John 5, 26, so the Son also gives life, like Father, like Son, resurrection life, eternal life. Next verse, verse 27, and I have the authority to judge and to grant these blessings to the world. One, two, three, one, two, three, and then one more, just for good measure, a third one, two, three, verses 28, 29, and 30. The dead will rise, another miracle, Jesus says. I'll bring eternal life, verse 29, Jesus says. And I'm the one whose judgment is just because the Father wills that judgment to me, verse 30. And nestled in the middle of all that, Jesus says, listen to my message, hear it for what it is, believe in it, and you will have eternal life. We have a motorcycle gang here at Hope called Hope's Angels. And one day when they were here getting ready to go for a ride after our 11 o'clock service, I asked one of them, I said, what is it that draws you to this church? And he says, you don't know? I said, well, what is it? <laughs> he said, it's Jesus, man. And so it is. He gets the main point. I hope you do too. I hope you get the lesser points as well that bring the main point to life. But don't miss this. There is a Jesus who brings old, who looks at old and makes it all new, who looks at death and gives us resurrection, eternal life, and he has the authority to bring it to us. That's the point. It's Jesus. He's the one. We'll keep following him and we'll pick it up there tomorrow. Please like, review, and share on whatever platform you're using that helps us get the word out. And join us for weekend worship. You can go to lutheranchurchofhope.org to find out how. We'll see you there. Oh, can't